0: You're listening to Once, Once Upon a Time Podcast, Episode 94, with live call-ins. to another episode of once the podcast about abc's tv show once upon a time i'm daniel j lewis i'm jeremy laughlin and i'm jenny we are so happy to have you with us and once upon a time is returning this sunday i'm excited
1: yep jeremy three days <laughs>
0: 23
1: hours 11 minutes and four seconds no. that's
0: fantastic and with each second and minute that you're listening to this podcast the time is getting closer. If you listen to this podcast at 2x speed, then the time is getting closer even faster. <laughs> but we are excited about Once Upon a Time's Return, and This episode is going to be a bit different from our normal once Podcast episodes because we'll be taking some live calls from our listeners. We do our podcast live usually uh, during the TV season. We do it on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT-5 at OnesPodcast.com slash live. So we've got a full chat room right now and listeners are standing by ready to call in and share with us their thoughts their theories and we'll have spoilers later on in the episode but for now we're going to be spoiler free so this will be a fun conversation we have no idea what we're going to get but it will be fun
2: it's like easter egg hunting
0: yeah and a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get with all the
1: easter eggs being handed to us by our wonderful
0: listeners yeah (laughs)
1: If only they were actual Easter eggs. <laughs> and by actual Easter eggs, I mean figurative Easter eggs from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> but we'll find those later. Yeah. So if
0: you want to send us voicemail, though, not for the live show because you're probably listening to this too late, but if you want to send us voicemail for the upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time when you see them, you can call and leave a message at 903 231 2221 or email feedback at oncepodcast.com, or you can also call in through your computer or iOS device by going to oncepodcast.com and clicking or tapping on the send a voice message link. And our first live call in of the day is from Sarah. Sarah, welcome to Once Podcast.
2: Hey, guys. Hello, Sarah.
0: Hello. So, Sarah, what is your theory? I know you've been pretty excited to share with us something. And so tell us what it is.
3: Well, I kind of noticed it back um, when I was re watching um, some of season two, uh, back at the cricket game when uh, Snow visits Regina in her jail cell. And after uh, Regina tries to attempt to kill Snow, they reveal to her, Her uh, Snow and Charming reveal to her that they can't kill her because of the deal they made with Rumble Silkin. Now, I was thinking, would. It, That deal still works if, like, for whatever reason, all three of them were back in Fairytale Land. Hmm. I mean, Snow was because Snow was back in Fairytale Land when in the beginning of season two with Emma. But for whatever reason, what if Regina got pushed in also, and instead of Emma or something, just would the deal that Rumplestiltskin made with his mat, like, would his magic? still work if the three of them, or at least Regina and or Snow Char- and Charming, were back in Fairytale Land?
0: I think that's a great question, because uh, I would think initially, yes, the the kind of protection spell would still work, because the way that Stiltskin even rubbed it in, well, in a good way, kind of reminded Regina that the spell is in this land, so as long as they're in that land enchanted forest or fairy tale land that she could not hurt her so yeah well clearly that doesn't apply in Storybrook so do you think sure, yeah. do you think that Emma and Regina and Snow and David are going to go back to enchanted forest
3: you know what it is so up in the air right now it they they went back to the Enchanted Forest in this season when we had no idea back in season one. So it is completely up in the air right now and I, to me, like, just trying to think of theories for it um, is just getting me really excited but right now there's no evidence, like, like, there's not enough, like, definitive evidence towards it yet Mm -hmm. but I just love, like, I cannot wait to what they are going to show us in these
2: next few episodes I'm, I'm wanting to think that it would still work if they were all to go back that it would still apply in a fairy in fairy tale land <laughs> i think it would
0: Yeah, imagine I think so too. imagine regina's feelings though she gets back there and then suddenly realizes, oh stink i can't kill you now
2: oh yeah but, but, but only... snow is killing herself right now yeah true so she might not be but so mad about that
4: But
3: I would also think that it still only affects Snow and Charming. She could clear. she could certainly harm and maim every single other person in the who comes, who, whoever gets back. But
0: what about uh, Emma?
3: Exactly. She could most, unless Emma somehow learns enough magic to protect herself from Regina, Emma could certainly be a victim of, I think that's what it is. Because Snow, is the silk skin magic didn't only specify Snow um, and Charming. I, I'm almost positive Snow couldn't could not have been pregnant at the time. So even if the, the magic somehow worked its way from Emma being protected through it, I highly doubt it. But Emma, I think is a, Emma certainly like a, could be a target for Regina.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great question and something that yeah, we've kind of moved past from the cricket game, but I'm glad that you pointed that out because that could be serious problems for Regina if everyone goes back and then what would she do? Have to enact another curse.
2: Ooh, I just got a theory. What if everybody goes back except for Regina? Cuz she likes it here.
0: Well, Snow likes it here too. That's true. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for calling in. I know we're all eager about Once Upon a Time's return on Sunday, and you'll be watching it too with us.
3: Of course, of <laughs> course, I will be.
0: So, thank you, Sarah, for your theory. We really appreciate it, and Thanks, for Sarah. your call.
3: No problem. Have night. Good night, guys.
2: Good night.
0: Good night. That's a great question. I like that. Where going back to episodes, we've seen things and important plot points to what happened back then and what could be happening in the future
2: do you think do you think there's a possibility that some people will want to go back to, to fairy tale land and some people want to stay
0: well we see that between snow well and i know charming.
2: but do you think it'll actually happen
0: like would i mean
2: charlie's go not gonna and go and without Margarita snow <laughs> is not gonna go without snow
1: Unless she's evil.
2: Um, no, he'd I'm take just, her even then because he's kidding. charming and he's wonderful. And he's... she'll
1: go without him.
2: He's or, good. he's a wait, good guy. No, he's chivalrous.
1: Or maybe she just wants to stay in bed. <laughs> what? I don't know.
2: <laughs> With her blanket over her head.
1: I'm sure she'll be salty. better now. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: She wants to teach Emma how to walk back in that little room. Because <laughs> that's what she did say. She said, I was going to teach you how to walk in this room. Aww. Yeah, back in the room with the wardrobe. Yeah. Big thanks to our sponsors for this week's episode of Once Podcast. Chris Zeigler and David Newland, who are both subscribers. So that is that they've signed up to automatically contribute to Once Podcast every month. And we really appreciate that support because it helps keep the podcast going, especially during the times that we don't have a corporate sponsor. The expenses are still there, and they are high, so every little bit counts, and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris and David. And if anyone else would like to sponsor an episode of ONCE Podcast, then please go to ONCEpodcast.com slash sponsor. And our next live call comes in from Tim in Ontario. Tim, welcome to ONCE Podcast.
5: Hey, how are you guys? Jeremy, Jenny, Daniel, hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Eager for Once Upon a Time's return and <laughs> anxious about the finale.
5: Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to all of the uh, remaining episodes. You know, learning more about Neil, as I hear we're going to, and uh, all that sort of uh, all that sort of interesting things that are going on
1: mm-hmm. in
5: uh, in Storybook. I I find Storybook is my main focus right now. <laughs>
0: So what's your theory that you'd like to share with us?
5: Well, I really wanted to talk about all of the things that we haven't seen yet.
4: Hmm.
5: Like, for instance, uh, earlier this season, I believe it was in Child of the Moon, there was a reference by King George who said to David that you should have killed me when you had the chance. I want to see that story.
0: Do you think maybe that could have just been Something that just in the war, that they had the chance to kill him in the war? Well, or do you think there's more to that story? Like well, a story I, I would there?
5: Like, I would like to think that there's a specific story, given the fact that they specifically named Prince Charming David, as in King David of the Bible, mm-hmm. as in David and Saul who had a continuing war of their own. <laughs>
0: And yeah, and you know what? you mentioned that, and that reminded me that's actually the passage of the Bible I've been reading the last few days is in Samuel when King Saul is trying to kill David uh, several times: so, Yeah, so yeah. I didn't even think about that connection mm-hmm. with Shepherd David in once Upon a Time, like we've been seeing with all the, the other connections.
5: But yeah, there are but yeah, there's that one, but there are certainly um, two storybook stories that I want to see. Um, Regina adopting Henry and getting too. the
0: book. Yeah, so uh. Regina adopting Henry. Do you think August was involved with that? Or how do you think Henry got to Storybrooke?
5: Well, we know that Rumpelstiltskin was involved with that and I believe that August is involved with that.
0: What about the book? Who do you think wrote the book?
5: Um, My, my guess right now... Uh, is the blue fairy.
1: Hmm. That's
5: a good
2: guess. She's certainly oldest of everyone.
5: Right.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing I'm thinking as well. And there's got to be a story. She kind of book.
2: just swished her wand. It was like, Poof, look, a book. <laughs> 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 oh,
5: that would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so in in the very first episode, the pilot, Grumpel still- said to Snow White and Charming, the final battle will begin.
4: Hmm.
5: So do you think that that was him seeing the future or do you think that that was him telling them what they wanted to hear?
0: I think.
2: I think that was the future and I think we haven't seen it yet.
5: Yeah. That was my thought, Jenny.
0: Yeah. He said it would begin. So it seems like we're leading up to some major final battle. But I feel like a couple times throughout season two, it's felt like we were getting to there, and then it just um, it flattened out. Like with, yeah, Cora.
5: specifically with Cora. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, so if if you think that we're yet to see the final battle, what do you think the sides would be? Who would be on well, what side?
5: Well, I know that snow and charming and ruby and the dwarves would all be on the side of good i'm what if what if regina and rumpelstiltskin sided with like uh each other and like some other evil forces like what what if for instance uh the, there was the mysterious author of the book and the mysterious author of the book was evil what if
2: <laughs> wow
0: yeah, great ideas.
2: I have a theory.
5: <laughs>
2: I think okay. it's gonna be fairy tale land against Earth.
5: Yeah, that is that is a better theory, Jenny.
0: <laughs> hmm. That could be interesting. Yeah,
2: it could be. Because now we have Tamara and we have Neil. No no no, not Neil, because he's Bellfire. And Greg.
1: I yeah.
5: I want to see another uh person from Earth who has like no knowledge of magic like um like Greg's dad didn't have any knowledge of magic just wander into storybook in the middle of them fighting <laughs> with magic
2: wow yeah i really hope they cover that like where where did kurt go
5: well yeah certainly that as well yeah mm. that's great anyways thanks a lot i'll uh, i'll see you guys and i'm really looking forward to reading the once upon a time book <laughs>
0: Yeah, we are too. We're we're trying to get an early copy of it to review as quickly as we can, but we'll see how that works out. Tim, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. I think Tim raised a great question because we've talked about this a couple of times before, that final battle thing. Maybe Kitsis and Horowitz are saving that for the very
1: end of the series. Mm, maybe. I mean, this is the same episode where Snow said that the Queen tried to poison her because she was prettier
2: i think it was messed up
1: i think there can be some script things that we might be reading too much into from the early kitsis and horowitz did say they know how they want to end the series right. but what kind of what what would final battle even refer to final as in what there will be no more battles something creation will cease to exist <laughs> what makes it final so i would say that's the I I mean, I think it's flowery speech, and I'm not sure it means anything. Well,
0: ultimately, I I think it goes to what Henry often says, good wins, good always wins. I think that final battle will be the ultimate battle between good and evil in the way that they illustrate Mm. that in Once Upon a Time. So who's going to side with evil? Who's going to side with good? How will this battle play out? And then evil ceases to exist. (laughs) Or magic ceases to exist. Maybe. Uh, people then mm. are free to roam in our land after the battle. Maybe people then can just go live normal lives here. Some people have gone back to Enchanted Forest to live mm. there. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? But it, I could see that being an awesome last season. Is The battle takes place over a whole season. Mm. If that's the direction they're going with
1: it. Maybe.
0: Yeah, well, we've got another live call in from Aaron, also from Ontario, Canada. Aaron, welcome to Once Podcast.
2: Thanks. Hi, guys. Hey, Aaron.
0: So you Onceers up there in Ontario are crowding the podcast now, (laughs) but
2: it's a welcome crowd.
0: No worries. Yes. (laughs) Aaron, what's uh, your special theory that you'd like to share with us?
6: Um, it's not really a theory, but it's just some observations. Um from a Peter Pan rewatch that Maddie and Belle, who are also in Ontario, and I did on the weekend. Um, So I had sent it to Daniel as uh, written feedback, and it had something about getting your coffee ready to drink. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we, like last week, you guys shared about the clock being at 8.15 in Peter Pan, and I was just thinking how funny it would be if... Really, that was the hint that it had nothing to do with Lost when the clock was at 8.15 in Storybrooke, and it really had to do with Neverland and Peter Pan, but I doubt that that's true. (laughs) But um, um, what we noticed is that um, in Peter Pan, during the song We Can Fly, where where they start flying to Neverland, um, Peter flies down to the body of water that's outside of London and there's two swans there and he starts he just like steps on them and like they fly away and he flies with them um and I just thought this is interesting because of well there's been tons of swan kind of easter eggs in once upon a time but um specifically like the first time we ever saw swans in that lake was when Hook's boat pulled up with Hook and Cora in it and we know or can at least assume that Hook has been in Neverland so that could have been a clever little hmm. Easter egg that they were um, pointing out. But um, the other thing we noticed about the movie was um, that Peter Pan kept using the term Deary in, in the scene where he's talking to the mermaids. He no, said at least twice.
4: no way.
2: <laughs> we have to watch it now. <laughs> movie night, Deary. <laughs> um, and
6: so we thought that was interesting because Rumple uses that term a lot, but also for me personally, like it made me think of the mermaid that was mentioned when he talked about the Mm squidding um, that they needed to get out. So, and it was the mermaid that Peter was saying it to, um, or it was in that scene where he takes Wendy to the mermaid lagoon. So that's another observation that we made, uh, during, during the movie. So I think there's definitely hints that we're going to find out more about Neverland, but, definitely been alluded to that neil has been in neverland
0: uh, well, At least do, a little bit. do you where do you side on this camp remind me do you think neil is peter pan also
6: no i don't think he is and i don't want him to be i'm totally with you on that
0: <laughs> well then but a I lost boy
6: he, yeah i think he could he could be somebody else from neverland mm. Like he is a lost boy by kind of definition, exactly. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what the show is gonna gonna do with it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, you know, I, I don't want him to be Peter Pan. I could see them going other either way. The stuff like you mentioned, the swans, the eight fifteen screenshot from before. That stuff, I I sometimes wonder how hard. Or rather, are we trying to look too hard for connections where there aren't actually connections? Are some of these things coincidences or are they not? Like the thing with August W. Booth, a lot of people were starting to think, well, wait, AWB could stand for A Wooden Boy. Yeah, But that was just coincidence. That had absolutely (laughs) nothing to do with it. That
2: would be a good question if we ever actually got Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, you know, for an interview. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, But... So stuff like the swans in Peter Pan, I don't know. That, that could be coincidence. That could be intentional. The 8.15 on the clock.
2: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, it could even
0: be something interesting, like maybe J.J. Abrams, who was the senior producer or ex- executive producer of Lost. Right, Jeremy? Um, creator. Or creator, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, maybe he got the idea for the number 8.15 from watching Peter Pan. <laughs> But we don't really know how these things might be connected, if they're connected.
2: Heather in the chat room just added a really, a really neat insight. I think the Lost Boys were a part of August's life, the orphanage, when they ran away together.
0: Yeah, although that would put fairy tale stories in our world, and I don't think that's the way Once uh, right. Upon a Time works. <clears throat> but uh, Aaron, thank you so much for calling in, and it. Do you think that we're going to go back to fairytale land, enchanted forest?
6: Um, I think eventually we kind of have to, but, uh, do you mean this season?
0: Yeah, I guess I do mean this season because I, I think I agree with you that we will go back at some point, but do you think we're going to go back this season?
6: Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I think they're going somewhere this season but it might not be back to the Enchanted Forest. Hmm. Um, I think they're leaving Storybrooke. I've kind of felt that way. I actually think that it's more because of a Steveson thing, thing, that there's like 400 people watching them film every day, and <laughs> it's really hard to keep things under wraps. And there's so many spoilers now because people hear everything. And they mentioned that in the Blu-rays um, of last season. So I kind of think they're leaving more for for that
0: reason. I wonder but. if they might start doing something that I've heard one of the other TV shows did this, that they filmed many different things just to throw people off. Oh. They filmed, acted certain things in certain areas that they would normally film in just to throw people off about the finale. Oh, really? Was- yeah. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it.
3: Thank you for, uh-
0: Having me call in. Thanks, Heather. So I, I, I'm going to end up drinking coffee. I, I know it. I'm going to drink coffee because the more evidence and the more objectively I reconsider these things that everyone has already been saying, the more I realize yeah, I'm probably going to drink coffee. Neil was in Neverland and he was probably a lost boy. But I, I'm definitely positive that he was not Peter Pan. But I, I do wonder, would we be uh, hearing Neil at any time saying,
4: Tick tock, dearie! Tick tock!
0: <laughs> Maybe. I I wonder, we've got to rewatch the Disney Peter Pan and see some of these things. We, we watched some of the other movies, but Peter Pan would be a good one to watch before we find out that neil is not peter pan but might be a lost boy and maybe was in neverland
1: but anyway coffee we, whatever you're just drinking coffee oh gosh no. it's not gonna kill you
2: It could. <laughs> okay and the two people on this side of the desk happen to really like coffee it's true <laughs> so you'll be okay
0: our next call comes in from rumples girl rumples girl are you also in ontario
2: I'm not. I'm,
3: I'm in Ohio. Okay. Awesome.
0: Cool. I was wondering if it was only Ontario that was calling us tonight.
3: <laughs> no, I'm representing the United States.
0: Fantastic. Not too far from us either. I assume maybe a couple hours, few hours. Ohio is a big place. But what? Yeah, I'm near Cincinnati. Oh, cool. What is it that uh, stood out to you about Once Upon a Time that you'd like to talk about tonight?
3: Well, I'm calling in about Greg and Tamara because obviously in our last all-new episode, we learned that Tamara was her and that they have some kind of connection. And this really threw me for a loop because once we learned who Greg was, that he was young Owen, I thought for sure that he was going to be a really sympathetic character. And then they placed him with someone who is so obviously not a sympathetic character. Mm, And so now I'm wondering if, Greg is really innocent and a pawn that Tamara is using or if he has something um, much bigger planned if he's actually, maybe if he knows what Tamara's been doing
1: I think he doesn't know uh, I don't know, I don't think he knows the whole thing, I was wondering sort of the same thing because I wanted to like him and now I think he's gross
3: yeah,
1: yeah. I I think
0: his main objective is he wants to get his dad. But I agree. Do you but think... does
3: he also want magic in the way that Tamara obviously seems to be driven by this need for magic for some reason?
0: I don't know. Because when you look at how he's reacted to seeing different things of magic and he's taken pictures and video and such, he's reacted in a kind of shocked like, you won't believe this, or this is amazing, kind of thing. He seemed more surprised slightly. Mm. Not like, wow, this is what I've been after.
1: Ugh, it's mine. <laughs> Nothing like that. That's what Tamara is doing. Yeah. He's much. looking for his dad for sure. Yeah. But he. Right. But
3: then the question becomes, what does Tamara want?
0: Right. Yeah. I think she wants magic.
3: I agree, but is it for selfish reasons probably because <laughs> over in the forums um over at your forums we've been talking about this a lot and someone proposed that she's working for somebody else like a giant company that's coming after magical creatures and oh. that the taser what it does is it like takes the magical essence from the person so that they can use it
2: yeah cuz she said she had lots of resources at her disposal
0: yeah right yeah, and where does she get all of that? Testing the magic with the most advanced experiments or most advanced methods known to man. How is she getting that? Right. And overnight, no less, yeah. in, um, in Hong Kong. Yeah. So if... No, so I
3: think that she's working for somebody.
0: Any ideas who that someone might be?
3: <laughs> I have... No clue. Charles None. Widmore,
0: maybe? <laughs> no, yeah. That's the only so thing the
3: that can I mean, it would be a nice little lost connection.
0: <laughs> but he's the district attorney already in here.
3: We haven't seen him in a while. Well, no. maybe, maybe she's working for the Dharma Initiative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be great. If they tied this in somehow... To say, like, these are two separate divisions of this big evil company. One division is the Dharma Uh, Initiative. The other division is the...
2: You mean if they just mentioned it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. Like, something like, oh, we've got this other project going on on an island somewhere, but we need you to focus on... You know, something like that. Some little crossroads. (laughs) (laughs) That'd make all of us go crazy. I I put that up there with if they got Jorge Garcia to say dude in one episode (laughs) of this. Dude.
3: I'm convinced that he has to say it at least once before his character leaves. He needs to say it at least once.
0: (laughs) Well, Rumple's Girl, thank you so much for calling in. And also, we really appreciate your help moderating the forums. That's a big help over there. And I know you're doing a great job at it. Oh, thank you. So speaking of Alan Dale, the special feature that they had on this last Sunday, it was Once Upon a Time, The Price of Magic, was narrated... By Alan Dale, who is Spencer in Once Upon a Time or Charles Widmore in Lost. And it was really awesome to hear his voice. Last year, when they did something similar, just before season two started, that was narrated by um, uh, Esposito. um, I can't remember his first name, but the guy who plays Sidney Glass. Yeah. So it it was really cool to hear Alan Dale's voice in this. Does that
1: mean he's going to get locked in the basement next?
0: (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, because he did kill someone, so he better be in jail. (laughs) Yeah, at least. But, hey, we've got Sarah on the line with us from Texas. Sarah, thank you so much for calling in to Once Podcast. Oh, you're welcome. So, what are you loving about Once Upon a Time? What stands out to you? What's your theory, observation? Let us have it.
3: Um, I love how now Emma is realizing, like, now that she has a family, and I think she's really developing her relationship with her mom, especially, and also Henry, um, because like now she's, um, she's fighting with Regina over custody, I guess, because Regina still thinks that, um, Henry is her son, but now that the curse is broken, Emma's realizing that, um, Henry actually wasn't, like he wasn't really being kept in a good position with Regina. And I think it's just nice how, um, Emma's, um, having all these new relationships with people. And before she was, she was really alone in life. She didn't really have anyone. And now I like that. She's like getting closer with her mom and her dad and her son. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I was curious about was the writing a lot of stuff, like with her and hook and, um, It seems like it's pointing towards a romantic relationship, but at the same time, there's Neil. And I was just, I'm not really sure where that's going. I wanted to know what you guys had to say.
1: (laughs) Well, she locked Hook in a closet in New York and left him there. (laughs) So I'm not sure she's really feeling the whole relationship thing (laughs) right at this moment. (laughs) Yeah, Hook has always been the kind of over-flirter. He's a
0: player. Yeah, so I can't really see her responding positively to that. Every time in the past, she's just like pushed him away as he's done that.
2: Yeah, she's yeah. I want to see her with Neil. There's nobody else over her, Emma, except Neil.
0: <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I think Neil was Emma's first love, and especially since Neil's engagement with Tamara could be in righteous jeopardy now. I think because Tamara is this evil person mm. that's been using Neil, at some point when Neil realizes that, I could see him then
1: saying, well, hey, Emma, let's get back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's get married. I was, I was pretty happy to see that she was evil <laughs> for that reason. I yeah. was like, oh good, she's not as much competition. Yeah. Well, especially look at, like
0: uh, Sarah, you're pointing out, look at how Neil and Henry are bonding together
3: yeah yeah that's true,
0: so we're seeing yeah the family connections, Mr. gold even playing into this reluctantly, a little bit kind of awkwardly, yeah
3: yeah, I was also um about Mr. gold. I thought it was really interesting that um Henry is like thinking that he's like this he now has a grandfather, but uh at the same time, gold now is like he knows that henry is supposed to be his undoing so it's kind of awkward with um, henry and gold now
0: Yeah. now what do you think undoing means
3: um i'm i'm not sure but i think um i think what gold thinks it is is to be like his death but um i know that might not be the case
0: <laughs> so hmm. Hmm. i have a theory. What's your theory, Jenny?
2: I have a lot of theories tonight. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I bet his undoing will be um, he'll lose his dark one powers.
0: Do you think he might lose it to Tamara? Maybe that little I don't taser. Know. She I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, maybe if that taser, as we've been theorizing, if that taser extracts magic from people, uh, what happens if she hits Stiltskin with it? He loses his he'll dark. Be tased. I mean, theoretically, he loses his dark one powers stays alive so then all the rumbell fans would love this now he can then be with bell and kiss and kiss kiss. (laughs) (laughs) except she won't want to yes (laughs) well yeah that's that's a little bit of an obstacle there
2: hopefully future kisses between them will be much much better
0: (laughs) but then tamara gets all of this dark one power without actually maybe being the dark one Mm. so she can wield the power without being the Dark One herself, uh, maybe it, depending on how this Taser works. If the Taser becomes this.
1: the Dark One, <laughs> I mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you so much for calling in from Texas.
2: Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Oh no problem. Thanks.
0: I want to see Rumpelstiltskin back to normal self, <laughs> not the magic guy. But then again, I also want to see him as Rumplestiltskin in Storybrooke, like in a modern world. Oh, I want yeah. to see him with the golden skin, the, the crocodilian dress up, and mm-hmm. all—not dress up, but attire.
2: <laughs> Get up! I think that's yeah. what you meant. Costume. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we we're just laughing because in the chat room, love spittle was mentioned. <laughs> that was an awful kiss. Just saying, uh... love spittle. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> call it what you want but it was still gross yeah, it was gross
0: yeah we've still yet to see though how bell is going to regain her memory but i think it could be that mr gold is going to win her heart again as just himself his he natural better. self and when they kiss it'll be true love and then she'll remember him regina could take it
1: and give it to him what I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> Said, win her heart. Anyway, oh. I think of hearts <laughs> differently ever since okay. Once Upon a Time.
2: <laughs> well, you just take it out and give it to somebody.
1: <laughs> okay, wow. You. I'd like to give you my, my heart. heart. Well, if I can't win your heart, maybe I'll just take
0: it, <laughs> dearie. Wow. So big thanks to everybody for calling in to this episode of Once Podcast. We had a lot of fun. Everyone did a great job, too. I know some people were nervous, too, but we really appreciate hearing from you guys. And whether it be through email, through voice, or hanging out with us in the forums or the chat room or anything like that, it's a lot of fun. We love being a part of this community of Once Upon a Time Watchers together. And so just you know, give yourself a hug from us.
2: <laughs> give yourself a big hug (laughs) i (laughs) just sound so friendly
4: (laughs) you can
0: can comment on what we talked about in this episode by going to oncepodcast.com slash 94 (laughs) and this sunday once upon a time returns so you can send us your feedback for that episode of once podcast And keep in mind, general idea is use the episode title as the subject line or part of the subject line of your feedback email. You can email feedback at oncepodcast.com, written or recorded feedback, or you can call in to 903-231-2221 and leave a voicemail there. Or go to oncepodcast.com and click or tap on the send a voice message link to record a message right from your computer or iOS device. And we'd love for you to be a part of our forums where a lot of people are talking about Once Upon a Time and sharing thoughts and theories and observations, what they liked, didn't like, talking about all kinds of things. And we've got an off-topic area too, if you want to just share in there, hey, everybody, what video games do you guys like? And that's actually a thread that's going on over there. So join the community over there at oncepodcast.com. And also big thanks to several people who have left some iTunes ratings and reviews for us over at OnesPodcast.com slash iTunes. Prince Rick Mars and Joe Rays from Canada. We really appreciate your iTunes reviews. They encourage us and they help other people to find the podcast too. Stick around for spoilers after the music. And if you don't want to be spoiled, that's fine. You can just stop the podcast playback when you hear the music or stick around and you'll be able to hear the spoilers from Hunter and I we will both be talking about the spoilers. Now, for late-breaking news, please follow us on Twitter at Once Podcast, or you can follow each of us individually. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and
1: you can follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N.
2: And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at Twitter.com slash Snook.
0: So subscribe to the podcast if you're not already over at OncePodcast.com. And tell someone else about the podcast, too, as it comes back with the TV show soon. And until next time... Have a happy ever after. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode and be like co-producers with us, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. I'm really excited about this. Instead of just hearing from Hunter Hathaway, our spoilers expert, Hunter is actually on the line with me. Hunter, welcome to Once Podcast. Ah,
4: thanks.
3: Having me.
0: Now, I really appreciate what you've been doing with the spoilers section and doing a great job with that. What are some of the new spoilers that you know that you'd like to share with us?
3: Um, well, um, we know that, well, I have found out that um, Neil is so far from, I'm pretty sure that he is not Peter Pan. Um, I did read in a blog post or an interview from Kisses and Horowitz that um, all the things that they have been seeing. No one has gotten it right yet. So I think you're pretty safe from drinking some bitter coffee there.
0: Oh, that's that's very good to hear, but I'm afraid I might still be drinking some coffee. Now
3: Yeah, but you get cream, so I mean that's better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now the last two episode titles have obvious references to Neverland. And yes. I've seen some rumors that once upon a time might be moving locations permanently.
3: Ooh, I haven't really looked into that. I mean, it's always a possibility, especially that we have the, um, uh, like with the portals, like they're trying to open it and with the beans and all that other stuff, because we don't know where the beans will take you.
0: Right. It's uh, no doubt we're going to Neverland because of the last oh, two yeah. episodes. I could. I mean, see... second
3: start of the right and straight on till morning. I mean, how can that not be Neverland?
0: Yeah. I could see maybe all of Once Upon a Time maybe moving to Neverland or yeah, maybe moving outside of Storybrooke completely. I mean, this thing, this idea that uh, Jennifer Morrison was the one who said this could mean anything once upon a time, moving out of Storybrooke that could really mean anything. We don't know.
3: Yeah. I mean, we still need to figure out though, if they cross over, I mean, if they went to a different um, dimension, I guess you would call or different land, they would, might, They'll keep their memories, but what happens if they want to move out past Storybro or storybrook and past the line? How they would be able to do that?
0: So, what do you know about this next episode, Lacey?
3: Um. Well, I know we get to go more in with Belle, and um, she's ch- there. Uh, Rumble Silkskin, or Mister Gold, I should say, is trying to help find a way to get Belle's memories back. And so, I think it's very Belle-centric. Um, so we're going to see more of that. And I don't know, we get to see a different side of Belle. I saw some, some, some set photos.
0: Yeah. It seems that from Paley Fest, Belle mentioned, um, uh, the, the actress who plays Belle, um, Emily DeRaven said that Lacey is going to be about her. And if I remember correctly, she even said that is her. Her name is Lacey. That's her storybook personality. And her storybook personality is quite a flirt.
3: Oh, yes. I mean, I saw some of the clothes she was wearing. Like, she totally does not look like the Belle that we already know and love.
0: Yeah, it's some mm, great, interesting twists to this coming up. I could see Rumpelstiltskin then trying to fight for her heart and remind her that, Belle, this isn't who you really are. Right. What about the evil queen episode?
3: Ooh. Well, I mean, we're going to have, I don't know who they're going to be. I mean, because if you think about it, we did see, um, well, we've got, I probably most likely going to be around Regina mm-hmm. um, because she is an evil queen. But if you think about it, I don't know being, being how sometimes they twist things around. Technically, Snow White is a queen too. So does she still continue on the dark path? Ooh. Or did she come back from it? That's my that's my own personal theory. Huh.
0: Just,
3: we don't know which way it's going.
0: What does concern me a little bit is it seemed that each past episode where the episode has been named after a certain character, that character has mm-hmm. died. The Miller's yeah. Daughter, um, the Cricket Game, although that was a fake death, uh, the Heart is a Lonely Hunter, and the Huntsman died. Right. So all of these episodes like that makes me concerned that maybe Regina or the evil queen in some way dies or maybe snow. But then again, the cast has been seen at the filming location. So I don't think anyone's going to die.
3: Yeah. I mean, I kind of don't think I personally don't think they'll kill off Regina right now, just because she's so heavily involved in all the episodes. Um, I mean, it'd be kind of a shock if they just killed her off. Yeah.
0: Well, Hunter, I really appreciate how you've been doing the spoilers. Where can people find you on the internet to connect with you?
3: Um, well, you can find me on Twitter at bit of pixie
0: Awesome, and your website is also bit dot com
3: correct and sorry for the I like to say sorry for the pixie dust, but um, I'm in the process of redoing my website so it's still up and it's still going It just you might keep changing.
0: Awesome. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for joining me live to discuss some spoilers on Once Podcast.
3: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.